Okay, Rabbi Sai. Let's begin this year. We already have enough issues with the technology. Let's try to start. We are learning tonight's year as a refuah shleima for all of the chaylim. All of the chaylim in our shul. Pesach Yaakov ben Saraleya, Shlomo ben Esther Rachel. And for some of the chaylim who are not in our shul, including Chaim ben Sora. From this Magefa, from the coronavirus. And also, obviously, for everybody in our country, everybody in Eretz Israel, and everybody, should be Zeichah. Okay, now tonight's Shir is going to be about Matzah. And I have to begin by saying that besides the uh, technological issues which have just started here, and challenging us from the beginning. I would like to also mention that we're going to be talking about a sugya, which we are all familiar with. The sugya is matzah. And we're going to try to take it through to learn about one detail in matzah, which I have been bothered by for more than 20 years. And hopefully, Bez Hashem Yisbarach will be able to explain it tonight. Now, besides that issue, I would like to mention... That also, I personally would have been a little challenged because preparing for Shear this year has been different than other years because time-wise, I did not have the time I normally have. I normally start right after Purim and we know what happened right after Purim this year and because of that, I've been mispalo and I thank my Harusa, my dear son, Shmuley, for... Uh, being Moisa Nefesh together with his family during this time to uh, spend many hours with me preparing for this year. So here we go. Hope all of you have the Marmachimus in front of you. We're going to begin on page one. There's a long list of Sukkim that are found in Parsha's boat. So right now, on the first line of the column, it says, Dabru El Kol Adas Yisrael. This is the tzivoy, the commandment from HaKadosh Baruch Hu to Moshe Rabbeinu to tell Klal Yisrael about the mitzvah or the mitzvahs of Pesach and Matzah and Marah. Then, going down further in the column, still in paragraph 1, Posik Ches, on the side there's a little Ches for those who are able to see it. yochlu. <laughs> On this night, you should eat meat. You should eat matzah and mora together with the carbon pesach. So here we see that the Torah commands us, or commanded Klai Yishol at that time, to eat matzah. Continuing further down into paragraph 2, Pasek Yud Ches, it says, Borishay, Biabosa Yoyim Lachodesh, Boerev, there's the Pusik that says, at night, one should eat matzahs. Going to the left side of the page, it says, Rashi, paragraph 7. Rashi says, the bottom line where it's underlined, There's a chiv, as we all know, to eat matzah on the first night of Pesach. And that comes from this Pasik of Be'erev Teichlu Matzis. So we have a commandment from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, through Maishu Rabbeinu, telling Klai Yisrael 
to eat matzah on the first night of Pesach. Now, the first Pesach that we mentioned, Tzliyesh Umatzah is referring to that year that they were in Mitzrayim. And then, the Pesach, Be'erev Toichlu Matzahs, is the commandment for all the dairis, for future dairis, that we have to eat matzah on the first night of Pesach. Okay, fine. So far, everybody knows we have to eat matzah on the first night of Pesach. I want to mention something right now for a break, Rabbi Isai, for a moment. I feel bad that the technology is not working yet. We we'll hope to get it up and running in a moment by you being able to see me. But I'm not able to see you. And uh, even when we get the technology up and running, I can't see you. And I, I had a mute because uh, otherwise it's impossible for everybody else to hear. So it's a little lonely. A little lonely. It's lonely. Stavazli not seeing everybody for the last two and a half weeks. And now it's lonely during the Shabbos Hagalah Joshua as well. So if you want to ask me a question, unmute yourself by pressing star six and we'll try to deal with the question. I'll tell everybody what you're asking and hopefully we'll have the uh, um, live streaming up and running in a moment. Okay, now, then it says, next paragraph going down the page on the right side, Posik Chofches, which is found in paragraph three. Klau Yeshua went ahead and did what Moshe Rabbeinu told him to do. Take a look once again in Rashi in paragraph 9 across on the left side of the page. The last Rashi where it's underlined. Everything that Moshe Aaron told him to do, they did. They weren't missing anything from what Moshe and Aaron told him to do. Okay, fine. So therefore, that would include, Pashtas, it would include the din of eating matzah. So Klai Yisrael ate matzah. Why did they eat matzah? Because Moshe Rabbeinu told them to. Kodesh Baruch told Moshe and Aaron, Moshe and Aaron told Klai Yisrael, and Klai Yisrael ate matzah. Now it does not say anywhere explicitly in the Torah that they ate matzah. But Rashi's telling us from the Pesach, that we know they did everything they were commanded. Okay. Now, I'm stressing the point that we don't have anywhere where it says explicitly that they ate matzah that night. We know that they were commanded to eat matzah that night, but we don't know that they did. And the only thing we have so far is Rashi telling us from Yasu that they followed what they were supposed to do. Then, continuing down to paragraph 4 on the right side of the page, this Pusik is the Pusik that has bothered me for more than 20 years. I don't know how long it's been. And this is going to be the thrust of tonight's year. Right? near where it says, number four, Pasek Lamed Dalet. Ha'om carried dough, terem yechmatz, before it became chametz, mish'aroisam, tzirurais, b'simloisam al shichma. Klai carried dough. That's botzek. Botzek is dough. They carried dough before it became chametz, mish'aroisam, I'm going to try to translate all of these in a moment. Now, as I mentioned, this Pasek is going to be the shear. Why, first of all, did they carry out dough? Why didn't they bake the matzah? It says in the Pasek, Terem Yechmatz. Go over to the left side once again, paragraph 8. Rashi says, Terem Yechmatz. Hamitzriyim lohinichum lishois kedechimutz. The Mitzriyim did not allow the Jews did not allow Klal Yisrael to wait for the dough to become matzah. They didn't let him. So therefore, it says here in the Pasuk, they carried dough. They did not 
or they were not allowed to allow the dough to become matzah. That's the first thing it says in the Pesach. Then it says, Mish Aroisam. Now I have to tell you the truth, Rabbi Say, I learned this Rashi many times, but I was never made. I never understood what Rashi is trying to say or what the Pesach is trying to say. They carried B'tseikoi Terem Yechmatz, Mish Aroisam, says Rashi, Shiyore, paragraph 8, Shiyore Matzu Mora. They carried leftover Matzu Mora. That is a pillar, Rabbi Say. That means, here Rashi is telling us explicitly, Klal Yisrael definitely ate matzah the first night of Pesach that they were in Mitzrayim. Not only did they eat matzah, they didn't finish eating all the matzah. They ate mora, they didn't finish eating all the mora. What did they do with the leftover matzah and mora? Says in the Pesach, Mish'aroi Sum, their leftovers, their leftovers, unbelievable, their leftovers, that they had leftover from the matzah and the mora that they ate. So here we have an explicit rise, I said, that they definitely ate matzah that night. Okay. So the Pesach says, they carried out dough, and they carried out leftover matzah and mora. And they put it on their shoulder. We'll talk about that later. They carried out dough, and they carried out leftover matzah and mora. If I was in shul right now, I'd ask everybody, raise your hands and tell me how many people know that Klai Yishel carried out leftover matzah and mora. I don't know if I would have answered that question without preparing for this year. They, kept, they carried out leftover matzah and mora. Now, here's the Shiloh Rabbi say. What are they doing with this butzek? I'm going to be using that word from now on through this year. Butzek means dough. Why did they make other matzah? Hashem told them make matzah. They ate matzah. As a matter of fact, they had leftover matzah. Why did they get involved in making new matzah, which is referred to in the Torah as butzek dough? What happened? Why do they need this? What is this all about? That's the Kashi here. They had no tzivoy. This question that I'm mentioning to you right now is the question that's going to be bothering me throughout the entire year. They had no tzivoy to bake or make other matzah. What were they doing? Now, maybe you want to tell me that this matzah was really because they never ate any matzah. They baked matzah that night, and they never had a chance to eat matzah that night, and therefore they carried out the dough from the matzah. But that can't be. Because we already said, they did everything they were supposed to do. And we already said that not only did they eat matzah, they had leftover matzah. So here is the kasha, Rabbi Say. What is the Torah telling us? What did the Jewish people do with this butzek? We all know from our parsha sheets, from our children, from our grandchildren, great grandchildren, they didn't have a chance for the matzah to bake. They left. What is this matzah? What is this butzek? What is this dough? Who told them to do it? Why did they do it? Where did it come from? That's the question that's bothered me for years, and now I'm trying, with your help, as Hashem is brought, to see if we can answer it. Now, not only does the Torah mention it, as we just read in Pesach, Lamed Dalit, but go down again on the right side, paragraph 5, last word of the paragraph, by Yofu, this is Pesach, Lamed Tes, Later on, they baked this dough. Which they took out of Mitzrayim. Cakes of matzahs that never became chametz. Because they were chased out of Mitzrayim. And they weren't able to wait. So not only does the Torah tell us that they carried out the potzik. Then the Torah tells us that later on they baked the potzik and they made matzah. What matzah are we talking about? Where did this matzah come from? 
What is this mat? Okay. So let us begin. It's not only these two Psukim Rabbi Sai, but everybody is familiar with the fact that there's a statement in the Haggadah, which is based off of a Mishnah, or there's a Mishnah, and the Haggadah both say the same type of concept. Look in paragraph 10, please. This is a statement in the Mishnah and Psachim on the Kuftes Zayin Omid Beis. Rabbi Gamliel Hoyoimer, the great Tana Rabbi Gamliel used to say, Whoever does not say these three things in Pesach, Pesach, Matzah, Umar. Pesach, Pesach is because the Kodesh Baruch Hu passed over our homes and allowed us to live. Matzah, because we were freed in Mitzrayim. Okay, we're all familiar with this statement. This statement is also quoted in the Rambam. But before we even quote the Rambam, I have to ask you a question. What does it mean matzah represents geula? What does it mean matzah represents geula? Matzah vitam nigalu. What does that mean? We're going to talk about this in a moment. But what does it mean matzah represents geula? The Rambam in Perik Zion, which is found in paragraph 12, underlined, the Rambam has a very short version, this is in Perik Zion, where he says matzah, Al Shem Shenigalu. Matzah is because they were redeemed. That's in Perik Zion Halochahe. In paragraph 13, where the Rambam describes what you're supposed to do on Seder night, which is Perik Ches, the Rambam goes into more detail. Perik Zion, the Rambam tells us the mitzvahs. The mitzvahs is to eat matzah, Al Shem Shenigalu. In paragraph 13, which is Perik Ches, the Rambam tells us how you conduct the Seder. So the Rambam, where it's underlined, Umagbiyah Matzah Biyadah. You lift up the matzah. And you say, This matzah is because we did not have a chance for the dough, the dough of our fathers, to become chomets, revealed himself, and he took us out. They baked the dough, the psukim that we just read. That's what matzah is about, the psukim that we just read. Okay, everybody, so I'd like to ask you a question. I'd like to ask you a question. If somebody looks or would look at a Seder plate at the time of the Beis HaMikdash and see a, a goat, a roasted goat on the, on the Seder plate, he would know that that represents Pesach. It's a carbon. We know there was a carbon. We know we shechted a carbon. We know we spread the blood in the doorpost. We know the whole story about the Korban. That's what the Pesach represents. Finish. And the Kodesh Baruch Hu skipped over our houses. It's called the Korban Pesach. The Kodesh Baruch Hu skipped over our houses. We understand that. Mora. Mora is bitter. Al Shemoru HaMitzriyim Chayenu. Because the Mitzriyim made our lives difficult. That's Mora. Al Shemoru HaMitzriyim Chayenu. What does Matzah have to do with Geula? How does Matzah Create Geula. And more than how does matzah create Geula? Please look at paragraph 17, right side towards the bottom. Everybody knows this paragraph by heart. This is how we start the Seder. This is the bread, Anya. This is the poor men's bread that our forefathers ate in Mitzrayim. What's up to do with Geula? 
What does Matz have to do with Geula? We say it doesn't has nothing to do with Geula. So what are we talking about? Matzah means Geula. It's a stira from the beginning of the Agodah to the end of the Agodah. Beginning of the Agodah says, Holach Ba'anya. And the Agodah says, Matzah Zusha Chalnu. This Matzah is the Shum Shanigalu. What's the Peshat? If you want to make a sign, a symbol of Geula at the Seder, there should be an obligation for everybody to have a walking stick. You walk out of Mitzrayim. You walk out, it shows that that's Geula. What does Matzah do with Geula? It's Avdus. Okay, so I'm stressing again at this point. Where was the commandment to do this matzah or to have this botzik, this dough? And how does matzah show geula? Those are the two kashas we have. How does matzah show geula? Number one. Number two, as we just said, where was the tzivuy? Okay, if anybody wants to unmute their phone for a moment and ask any questions, you're welcome to do so. But I want to stress, those are the two questions we're going to try to answer today. Okay. Yes. Oh, that's a, okay. I, I, I don't know. Does everybody hear the question? Nobody's muted. Okay, everybody's, uh, sorry. Okay. Okay, I, I'm going to repeat. I'm going to repeat the question, okay? I say thank you all, by the way. There's more than 200 people on the phone. I'm really sorry about this live streaming, but we'll try to get it working here. Okay, now, the question you're asking, I think it's Jeremy Meisels, if I'm, if I'm correct. The question you're asking is that, um, that, that what happened to the issue of Chomet? So we're going to discuss that as we go through this year. You're going to see. But you're asking a very, very, a very, very, pertinent question that 18 minutes we all know the number 18 minutes 18 minutes makes something in the chametz this dough is sitting around for hours we'll see that later on this year so how come the dough didn't become chametz okay but i want to i want to reiterate again that we're talking about two kashas kasha number one is who told the jewish people to make other matzah where do we get that from number two what does matzah have to do with geula okay first answer to this question is going to take yes Good. Okay, uh, Rabbi Vigdor is is trying to say a shot. Which normally, I'm sure later on he'll say some more on this. Now I think maybe he's been learning morale while he's been in his house for the last two weeks. It's a very machshavadik avort he wants to say. That matzah is from Lashon of Aitzah, and therefore refers to going out of Mitzrayim. Okay, we'll hold on to that for a moment. But I want to start, I like that very much, Rav Vigda. Oh, Rav Heshi Wengro, no, what's, what's taking you so long? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so now that, okay, so Reb Heshi, okay, okay, I'm going to ask now to stop for one minute, because I, I want to go on, but I want to say one thing. Reb Heshi, your Shiloh is related to Reb Jeremy Meisel Shiloh. What happened here when they were in Mitzrayim? This is a separate shear. 
I'm just mentioning because I don't want to get I don't want to get off on a tangent. There's a separate shear when they were in Mitzrayim the first night, the night of the fifteenth, when they were leaving. They had to have a carbon pesach, they had to have matzah, they had to have mora. What what's what was the halacha for them? Not for us. We know we can't have any chametz. What was halacha for them when they were in Mitzrayim? Were they allowed to eat chametz that night or the next day? That's a tremendous tumul, but I'm not going to get into it now, but it's a very good question. Okay, now, the Abu Jaham. Okay, we'll see. Okay, we'll, we'll see. Hang on. Okay, now I'm going to ask everybody to mute themselves again now. I want to go through this next piece. Thank you all very much. It was nice talking to everybody. Now, the Avut... Just press star six again. Okay, the, the Avut Joham, which is in paragraph 19, one of the Rishonim, asks the Kasha. This is a very basic kasha. Rabbi say, you know that we've been giving Shabbos Agadol Joshua already, Shabbos Baruch Hashem, this is the 32nd Shabbos Agadol Joshua. I, I always try to learn something that I never knew. I never knew. Maybe all of you know, but I never knew. The Abu Jaham says, what in the world is going on here? Paragraph 19. The dough did not become chametz. The commandment to eat matzah The reason why we eat matzah is not because it did not become chametz, the dough that they were carrying. It says in the Torah, we read this already earlier tonight, it says in the Torah that they had to eat matzah. It does not give a reason. It doesn't give a reason. And when it says that's before the botsake. The botsake happened as they were leaving the night before they ate the matzah. So what, what is going on over here? What's going on over here? What are we talking about? This is somewhat like Arkasha, not exactly like Arkasha, but yet the Avudraham is saying that what in the world is going on here? The mitzvah to eat matzah is be'erev toichlum matzah. It says nothing about botsake. Butzik happened afterwards. How can you tell me that the reason we eat matzah is because of butzik? That's the Abu Jaram's question. Again, Now the Abu Jaram gives a teretz. This teretz is not a teretz that we are used to hearing. But this is one of the Rishonim, and this is what he says. I found this teretz in four Rishonim. Shemash in its tavu. Aha, matzos This that we were told to eat matzos earlier, hoya al shem ha'osid, meaning shashem yodei ha'asidus yoda shilohem yoda shahoya lohem lotzeg mitzrayim. Hakadosh Baruch Hu told Klal Yisrael be'erev toichlu matzos. When he told him be'erev toichlu matzos, he knew that that night they're going to want to make butzeg. So memela the commandment says the Avu Jaham. To eat matzahs included what would take place in the future the next morning. Or two weeks later, whenever they got the commandment. So therefore, the din of Botsaik, the din of Botsaik is connected to the din of matzah because the mitzvah was said, I'll shame Austin. I'll shame the future. Which is, again, a very difficult concept, but this is a Rishayim. Rishayim say this because Rishayim are bothered by the kasha. The kasha is, it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. 
So what's going on? That's the kasha. What's going on? But there's a problem, even after they have Ujah home. The problem is, it doesn't say anywhere that they should take the butzik. Okay, right now the live stream is on, Rabbi Yisai. Live stream is on. I don't know why it didn't happen. We're in the 24th minute of the year. I apologize to those people. And uh, anybody who wants to get onto the live stream is welcome to get onto it right now. Okay, you can give it a second. I was told, but uh, we're, we're close to it being up. Okay, now. Okay. I'm going to give everybody a second who wants to get onto the live stream to get onto the live stream as well. Okay. Okay, so here we go now. Where is the Tzivoy even according to the Avujaham? Where is the Tzivoy? And according to the other Rishayim, all the other Rishayim don't mention what the Avujaham says. This Al Shema Asad. Okay. But Lamaisa, we see the Avujaham is bothered. You can't tell me that the Mitzvah is because as the Mishnah says, and as the Haggadah says, and as the Ramam says, because of the mass of Batsik, how could it be because of Batsik if they didn't do the Batsik when they were commanded to do the Mitzvah? So the answer is, he's saying that the Mitzvah of Matzah that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us was Al Shema Asin. Okay, that's the first step in the building that we're trying to build tonight. Okay, now we have another problem. Let's hold off for one more second, and then I want anybody who wants to unmute themselves, but first I want to say one more piece. There's another Rambam. The Rambam is in paragraph 11. That's on the left side of the page. For some people, it might look like a 4, but it's actually an 11. It says, Rambam perik vav We learned the Rambam perik Zion. We saw Rambam perik Ches. Now we're going back to perik vav. The Rambam says, Mitzvah sasei Torah, lechol matzah beleil chamisha osam. There's a mitzvah menatora to eat matzah on the 15th night of Pesach, which we do every year. Shenema be'erev toichlu matzah. Because it says in the Torah, be'erev toichlu matzah. That's the Pesach we just mentioned before. Be'erev toichlu matzah. There's a mitzvah to eat matzah because be'erev toichlu matzah. And that's the Pesach. Yud be'ez ches, with the Rashi we saw earlier, be'erev toichlu matzah. I understand. I, 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 I can't understand the Ram. How could the Ram say that the reason we eat matzah is because of Erev matzah the Ramam says in Parikhes, paragraph 13, which he just read, he quotes the Mishnah, he quotes the Haggadah, that the reason we eat matzah is because matzah That has nothing to do with the Pasuk Erev Teichlo Matzah. Well, what's going on in the Ramam? What does he mean? I'm really asking the Abu Jahom's Kasha. What are you telling me about Botsek for? The Torah says Be'er Tzachel Matzah. That's what you say. Be'er Tzachel Matzah is the only reason we eat matzah. So what are you talking about? What is Rabbi Gamaliel talking about? What's the Haggadah talking about? What's the Ramam talking about? And then there's another problem here, Rabbi Say. This is a philosophical problem. It's a very big issue, which is, needs a shear unto itself, or maybe even two shearim. It's called in the Lashon of the Gemara, Darshay Time of the Kroh. We, we, Klal Yisrael, are we ever, are we ever Dairish, are we ever Dairish, the reasons for mitzvahs? We're not Dairish, time in the crow. We're not Dairish, time in the crow. I'm sorry, everybody, so we have a technical problem again. Shmuley says the sound is off. Okay. We're having uh, issues, Baruch Hashem. We're going right there. We're going to use the phone. That was the first technology. I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on. You can call him back, call him back, uh, whatever you want to do. I'm sorry. 
It's been working all week. Whenever I had to do anything, it's working all week. Tonight, it's not working. I can't. I I I, I apologize, but I'm going to leave you, Rabbi. So I was looking forward. At least you'll be able to see me. Okay. Here we go. If we're not Irish time of the crow, and look in paragraph twenty and twenty-one on the bottom of the page, this is this is the quotation from the Briska Hagoda, in which it says. Paragraph 20. We don't say it because of these timings. We don't do this. So what are we doing over here? I don't, I'm not going into the terrets that Reb Chaim Briska gives it as Agoda to this Kasha. I'm only mentioning the Kasha. We are not Doirish time of the crow. So what is going on here? Okay. Now I'd like to tell you something. Paragraph 16. We're going to get to step two now to try to come to the terrets. Every night on the 15th of Nisan, when we come home from Shul, we come home after davening Mairev. During Mairev, we said Kriyashma. In the last paragraph of Kriyashma, we say, That is a mitzvah deraisa called Zechiras Yitzias Mitzrayim. There's a mitzvah every night to mention the fact that we went out of Mitzrayim. Zechiras Yitzias Mitzrayim. In fact, Rabbi Chaim Akasha, Rabbi Soloveitchik, walking home. Pesach time told me that he remembered, I believe, I believe, this is, if my memory serves me correct, that he ate one Seder by Reb Chaim or one Pesach by Reb Chaim, and this, or maybe he told me from his father, I'm pretty sure he told me it was by Reb Chaim's Seder. This is the way Reb Chaim started off the Seder. What are we doing with a mitzvah of Sipur? We already in the mitzvah of Zechira. We already mentioned in Shul, we said Kriyashma. Now even though women are not obligated to say Kriyashma, but the mitzvah of Sipur is not for the women only. Mitzvah of Sipur is for men. Out of fact, the big Shiloh women are Chayv and Sipur. We hold they are Chayv and Sipur. What is the Pshat? If, if you said Zechira, Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. I'm sorry, it is working or not? Right now it is. Okay, it seems like it's working again. Zechira's Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim is a mitzvah we do every single night of the year. What is the mitzvah of Sipur? That is of Chaim's Kasha, and this is the way of Chaim started off the Seder to tell his wife, his children, anybody else with the Seder. Paragraph 16. Ha'inei. Haray, the first line. What are you adding on the night of Pesach? Look down at the bottom. The last five lines is a gimel. Four lines to the bottom, excuse me. is a gimel, underlined. Mitzvah is a mitzvah to say over the time of the mitzvah. You are right, there's a mitzvah of Zechira. Zechira is a short mitzvah. Three words. Finish. That's the mitzvah. Just to mention it. The mitzvah of Sipur is to explain it. Sipur is to explain it. Therefore, what I believe Reb Chaim means is like this. Again, this is the shira to itself. But I think what Reb Chaim is telling us is the Gabal the Giyasayid, and it's a Pasha the Giyasayid, and it's Nogea to the entire Seder. We are not telling us Tamei mitzvahs. The mitzvah of Sipur is that there's a chiv to explain what happened. It's a chiv to explain the story in greater detail. It's not what we're telling you the time why this mitzvah is for this reason. That's a different issue. 
We are now by Seaport's unique mitzvah that we are here to discuss in detail what took place. That's the Chiv of Seaport. What took place? Okay. So it comes out that there's a tzivoy, be'erev tzaychlo matzah, so you have to eat matzah. That's a mitzvah of matzah. You have to eat matzah. Besides that mitzvah, to eat matzah, there's another mitzvah called Sipu Yetzias Mitzrayim. The mitzvah of Sipu Yetzias Mitzrayim is to explain the mitzvah. Now, if that's the case, Rabbi say, in matzah, it comes out that there are two inyonim, two different aspects to eating matzah. One is the mitzvah of Erev Teichel Matzah. Eat matzah the night of Pesach. That matzah is poor man's bread. Ho lach ma'anya. That matzah is poor man's bread. The Jews sat down on the night of the 15th before they left Mitzrayim and they ate matzah together with the Korban Pesach. They ate matzah because that matzah reminded them of the slavery that they had in Mitzrayim. The slavery. A slave eats matzah. A slave eats matzah. The end of the Haggadah of Magid is we eat matzah because matzah represents Ka'ula. And that's a part of Sipu Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. It's not the mitzvah of matzah. Matzah is eaten in the mitzvah of sipo. We explain that matzah is eaten because of the botzik. Because of the botzik. Please take a look. It's unbelievable. Paragraph 6 on the right side with all the psukim. Potzik says, Loisoichal olov chometz. Shivas yomim toichal olov batzis. Lechem oini. Ki bechipozon yotzoso miyaretz mitzrayim. What an unbelievable posik. Please, look at Rashi. Paragraph 18 at the bottom. Rashi explains this Pasuk. The Pasuk says, again, that we eat matzah, don't eat chametz, seven days we should eat matzah, lechem oni, kama, ki bechipozen, says Rashi. Lechem oni, lechem shemaskir esa oni shedisanu mitzrayim. Matzah represents the pain, the enoy, the affliction that we went through in mitzrayim. Ki bechipozen yotzasa represents... For hispik botzek lahachmetz, we left quickly, not allowing the dough to rise. The two aspects are mentioned in the pasuk. What we are explaining, and others say this is what Rabbi Gamliel meant. There are two different inyanim. One inyan is halachmanya. That's the matzah of affliction. That's the matzah of avdus. That's the matzah of inui. Slave, slaves bread. Then there's the matzah of geula which is the botzik. Okay, Rabbi Say. Let's conclude this piece, and if anybody wants to unmute themselves, I encourage you. But let's, let me just say one thing. That's Meiridik. There is Matzah of Halachmanya, and there is Matzah of Ram Gamliel. Meiridik. The Matzah of, of Avdos, and the Matzah of Gula. However, it's still Shver. You know what Shver, Rabbi Say? Where's the tzivoy again with this botzik? We haven't answered that question. Why did they do this botzik? I'm going to ask that question a lot of times as I already have. Then I have one more question for you, Rabbi Say. Matzah represents Geula. I'm going to ask a question. When you look at the matzah on the Seder plate, what does a normal person think about when he sees those matzahs on the Seder plate? This is what I would like to say. A gastrological issue that is flat, and tasteless. How is that for a terrible description of a mitzvah? Matzah creates gastrological issues. It's flat. Nobody's ever going to tell you that a piece of matzah, whoa, that was 
as good as the best bagel I ever had in my life. It, that's not what matzah is. So what's the shot here that matzah represents gula? If anybody would like to unmute themselves, they're welcome to do so. Go ahead. Right. So what are you asking? Am I right? Is this... I'm, I'm taking a guess. It's hard to hear you. Is this from Levi Scheinfeld? Okay, pretty good. Not bad. Yeah. Go. I've been four for four so far. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. I, I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you to maybe wait for that also. But this, Rebbe Scheinfeld is asking, what about the words of the second pasuk that says the Botzik was Garshumi Mitzrayim? They were chased out of Mitzrayim. Now that those words Garshumi Mitzrayim, we're gonna talk about it, it as I said at the end of the year. But it still relates to what Jeremy and and and, and, and Jeremy and Heshi had asked earlier about the issue of chametz. Somebody else sounds like they want to answer Shiloh. Okay, excellent. Uh, Rabbi, I know, I, I know who you are. I see your face. You come to my shear and scope. You saw sitting on the right side of the show when I'm standing there. And I'm, your name is blanking out of me right now. I feel so bad. I'm sorry. What? I was right, correct? Okay, okay. Okay, I know. Yes, yes, yes. But tell me your name. Tell me your name. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, right, David. Okay. Now, listen here. Um, now, I would like to show you. Your your point is well taken as well. I want to show you what happened. After twenty five years or twenty years of looking for this kasha, I found the kasha. I found the kasha. Incredible simcha. Turn to. I, oh, you can't turn. I don't know where, where everybody has, but on the second page, on the top paragraph of the second page. Top paragraph of the second page says like this. Matzazu. This is a marsha on the Mishnah. Matzazu. Al shum shalihispik patseiko shalbosenu lahachmitz shenema vayofu es habotzeik. Kain havei beseder hagoda kacha beseder hagoda ubiyashri. Fine. This is Rav Gamliel. So after marsha it's in the hagoda and it's quoted by the Rosh. V'yesh la'ayin. L'fi tamzeh. Please hold on to your seats. And hold on to your cheshman for this kasha. This is an unbelievable kasha by the marshal. Lefi tamzeh. That the reason we eat matzah is because it is botzeh, because it is dough. Choyeroi liyos mitzvahs achilos matzah achar chatzois loyla. Sheoz yotzel b'mitzrayim and his kaim ayoyf was a botzeh kesheosio. Frek the marshal bomb kasha. When did they carry out the botzeh? They carried out the botzeh after chatzois. We don't eat matzah after chatzos. Says the mashur, if I cared, we should start eating matzah only after chatzos. The kash is a bomb. The kash is a bomb. I want you to do me a favor, please, Rabbi Say. Turn back to the first side. 
the yes. Whoa, 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 one second, one second, one second, one second. I I apologize. What's that? Go ahead. Good. Yes. What about Bechira? That's a good question, but I'm not. I'm not going to answer that. That's a good. Whoa, 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 one second. Okay, everybody, everybody mute themselves again now for one second. I'm going to show you what's going on. Please mute yourselves. Look on the right side. There are two paragraphs that don't have any numbers on them. I apologize. One says Brachas Daftes and one says Brachas Shum. On the second paragraph, on the first line where it's underlined, Omar Abba, Omar Abba, Hakol Moidim. Everybody agrees. When Klai Yisrael get out of Mitzrayim, they got out at night. Shenamar is a pusik in the Torah, unbelievable. Which, of course, we all know we went out in the morning. This Gemara is an unbelievable Gemara because it's an unbelievable pusik in the Torah that says, Says from Abba again. Hakol Moedim, Hakol Moedim means Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Benaziah will admit when the Jewish people left Mitzrayim, loy nigalu ella biyerev. They only left at night. Zok Rashi, small words, right across, paragraph fifteen. May erev nigalu nitnu lehem rishus lotzeis. The Egyptians gave them rishus to leave. The Egyptians gave them rishus to leave. Now, what does this mean? They gave them rishus to leave. When did they give them rishus to leave? What are we talking about? They gave them rishus to leave. Please look in paragraph 4. Paragraph 4. The first plusing in paragraph 4 is Lamed Gimel. The Egyptians said to the Jews, Get out of here. Please get, not please, get out of here. That's what the Mitzrayim said. Get out of here. Now please do me a favor. Look in Rashi, paragraph 18. I'm putting everything together for you. You're going to see clearly it's unbelievable what the Marshal is asking. Without a chance to rise, you were not rushing. The Mitzrayim were rushing you. When did it happen that the Mitzrayim told the Jews to get out after Chatzos? They started. The Bechoro started dying. The next Pesach says, the Egyptian says to the Jews, get out. It's an unbelievable thing. What happened then? They took the Botzik. Says the Mashah, I don't understand. If we eat matzah, because they took the Botzik, the Botzik didn't take the left of In fact, the Mashah Kasha, we should eat matzah after Chatzais. It's a bomb Kasha. Unbelievable Kasha. We should eat matzah after Chatzais. May I stop for one moment to make a commercial break? I have permission. Okay, here's my permission. You all know how old I am. Whether you, whether you want to admit, you all know how old I am. Okay, okay, one second. Mute. Everybody mute themselves again, please. Listen to me. This coming week is my birthday. My Hebrew birthday is Yud Beis. Okay? 52 years ago, 52 years ago, on Pesach, on the farm, I learned with my father, Olav Shalom, this Gemara, on Brachas and Aftes, and this was the Gemara I prepared for my entrance exam to get into <laughs> I tried not cry to get into Long Beach. 
This is the Gemara. I don't remember it. What I'm learning right now is not because I remembered it, but I do remember that my father Shalom taught it to me so well that they were amazed when I took my Bechina in Long Beach. Not because of me, he just taught it to me so well. I took my Bechina, Chalamoy Pesach. I drove in, can you imagine? I drove into New York with my father Shalom. We ate sliced oranges. We drove into New York. I went into the yeshiva. It was empty except for one Rebbe. I took a Bechina on this Gemara. Stay in state in this Gemara, Be'erev, at night. At night means after Chatzos. That's when the freedom began. That's when they took the botzik. When the Egyptians said, "Get out," it's affecting my show. What are you talking about? That's what, what we should eat matzah. We should eat matzah after Chatzos. Now look at the next kasha of my show. Unbelievable. Look at the next line of my show. If I was in show right now, oh, I don't know if, he's, if the live stream is working or not. You would see me jumping here. Unbelievable. Look what it says here. Talk to my show. Next line. Gam bepesach. Gam bepesach. She'ochlu b'mitzrayim. Lama ochlu. Frekta ma'ashot kash. I couldn't believe it. Lama ochlu. What are they doing? Lama ochlu was matzah. Why are they eating matzah? Who told them to eat matzah? Why are they eating matzah? And zok to Ain't svara she'ochlu al shema osid. Don't tell me the Teretz of Al-Shem Ha'asid. The Mashor doesn't quote the Rishonim, but he's arguing with that Teretz when he said, don't tell me Al-Shem Ha'asid. The Mashor asked the Kasha, what are we doing over here? Who told you to eat Butzik? Where's it coming from Butzik? Where do you get Butzik from? I would get up now and dance with all of you, but I can't do it. I, I, I couldn't believe I found this Kasha. I don't know. I don't even remember anymore how I found it. Okay, anyways. A Barbanel. Dear Bob Manil, paragraph 24. This is in the Agoda from the Abar Manil. It's called Zevach Pesach. Paragraph 24, the second line. He's going in the words, What is Ram Gamliel talking about? What is he talking about? That the reason we eat matzah is because of the butt's sake. Before they left Mitzrayim, crying at but mitzvahs, matzah, they were already commanded to eat matzah, be Israel, Chomets, Koshival, and Dairus. Or when they say mitzvah, she did stavuba, but they say show, onu oichlin as a matzah. That's why we eat matzah. Loimim nation, his big mitzvah, but I'm then frecked up, I'm in all the same kasha. What are you talking about? We don't eat matzah because of the butt's sake. This is the same kasha really as the Avu Drum. Now look what he says now. No, 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 no. In Mitzrayim, the Jewish people were commanded to eat matzah. Finished. However, when the nes occurred of the mehiris of the yitzio that they were told to leave quickly, and they did, and their dough did not become chomets, which we'll explain soon for Abheshi and for and for Jeremy. And for everybody else who asked, Kaimu shall his speak, but say Kabah Hachmets, Kaimu vikiblu aleim ladeirais, Esashe chelu lasleis, Viyim kain tam ram gamliel mitsurif elamitsur. They were commanded to eat matzah. And that was the end of the mitzvah. Cloud Yisrael then decided to do butzaik. And what happened was a nest. There was a butzaik, it didn't become chavits. And whatever else happened, we'll explain soon. That then became an addendum to the became an addendum to the mitzvah. Not like the Abu Jaham, which created 
from a big the second kasha that what happened to Bechira. No, it's not Al Shema Asid. The Mitzvah was only Beretech Lamatzis. Then Klai Yisrael took the Botzeik, and a nest happened with the Botzeik, and that became an addendum to the Mitzvah of Matzah. And therefore, the Matzah means Lechem Holachmanya, and the Matzah also means this incredible issue of Ram Gamliel with the nest of the Botzeik. Unbelievable. That's the shot in the Barbanel, which is close to what the Masha asked, which is close to the Avudraho. There's only one problem, Rabbi Say. Anybody want to unmute themselves and tell me what the problem is? Anybody want to say what the problem is? I'll tell you what the problem is. It's very good. We're getting closer and closer to the terrets. But there's one problem. The Ababanel does not say why they ate the butt sake. Why'd they make the butt sake? Who commanded them to make butt sake? What are they doing with butt sake? Where does butt sake come from? Okay. Right now, we're going for 48 minutes and 51 seconds. I would like to say a terrace. I'd like to say a terrace. You can jump on me if you want. You can unmute yourself if you want, but I want to tell you the terrace. The terrace is there was no tzivoy to eat botzik. There was no tzivoy to make this matzah. Klaal Yisrael decided on their own to make this matzah. They were machlit. They decided, bitzat atzmam, to make this matzah, and to try to bake it. It was their own decision. Now the question is, why? 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 So, I must tell you with Hashgacha Pratis, I, 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 for this year, I don't think it's a guzma to say, I looked through probably a hundred svarim. A hundred svarim to find somebody asked the kasha, why did they make butzik? Besides the mashah, I found nobody said it. But a Schwab's that's how, really says it. This for Schwab's that's all, is on paragraph 26. Paragraph 26. Zuck Schwab like this. Where Schwab is going on this Pusik that we've been learning right now in Parsha's book. This fact that the dough did not become chametz, that was nasa yedeshin nigla aleya melech malchi amlochem akadosh baruch. I don't even want to get into this, but Rishwab says that the reason why nothing became chametz is sharichimot zoisa toli bezman hiluch mil. We all know it takes eighteen minutes to walk a mill. A mill is a uh, uh, what's called a, a Persian mile, and the the mill, or it's a fourth of a Persian mile, whatever. A mill, a mill is two thousand amis. It takes eighteen minutes to walk two thousand amis, and that is the shear of chimut. However. When HaKadosh Baruch revealed himself quickly on Seder night, Time stopped, says Roshua Zatzel. Time stopped. HaKadosh Baruch revealed himself, the world stopped. And therefore, nothing became Chometz either. I don't want to talk about this. Again, this is a sheer unto itself. But listen to what Roshua says now. For Inyan Bezeh, Yesh Shebiyos ben Yisrael ben Mitzrayim. Klal Yisrael was in Mitzrayim and they ate matzah lechemoini. What is lechemoini? Pirish. How lechem shavadim oichlim. It's the bread that slaves eat. Kemoishanu paiskim I'll say that as we say holach manya diacholav asar biyad Mitzrayim. Why do slaves eat matzah? Excuse me. Why do slaves eat matzah? Says Roshua. You know why slaves eat matzah? Shech bidu. And when they left, you know what the Jews said? The Egyptians didn't let us eat bread. Many reasons. 
But the Ica reason is because bread, bread is geschmack. Matzah is hard. Matzah fills you up. Matzah will make the slaves eat less. Matzah is slave bread. You know what the Jew said? Look at what Schwab says. I'm reading it again for its underline. They never let him make bread. They were shoving them out the door as the whole time of slaves. Get out of here. No bread. Only matzah. And now they're leaving. Ah! We're free! You know what we're going to do is free men? We're going to make bread. Lechem shows Bread shows cheres. That is an unbelievable chiddush, says Rishwa. No, I'm sorry, my dear children. I'm sorry. Even now, you're only going to eat bread of slaves. What? You just freed us. Since you were slaves to Pharaoh until now, now you became my slaves. Now you're Abde Hashem. This is unbelievable. Cheirus means to leave the Shibud of Basar Vedom, not to be under the direct command of men. But to be instead under God's command. You know what the Ness was? HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't let their dough become chomets. And they ate bread of matzah. But now it was God's matzah. God's matzah, that's freedom. Paro's matzah, that's slavery. It's a mindset. If the matzah meeting comes from Paro, that's slavery. If the matzah meeting comes from Akadish Baruch that's freedom. And the freedom is because when I do the Ratzon Hashem, I'm fighting my Yitzhara, but Mela, I'm free. That's a true Ben Chayrin. Akadish Baruch said to Klai ah, you want to eat matzah. No, no, no. Now you want to eat bread because now you're free. Hang on, my dear children. I want you to eat matzah. My matzah, not Paro's matzah. And with that matzah, you're going to be considered free. It's unbelievable. I'm going to give you matzah. I was thinking, there's a mission in Pirkeovis. I'm sorry, I don't have it on the photocopy. I say ritzono kirtzonecha. Make his desire your desire. Meaning, what do I want to do? Do I want to do what I want to do? Or do I want to do what God wants to do? God said to the Jewish people, ah, you're leaving. And what do you want? You want bread. Why do you want bread? Because you had enough of slavery. I'm telling you, I don't want you. Just one second, please, everybody. So one second. Oh, oh, hold on. So whoever unmuted themselves, just mute yourself one more second. I'm sorry. Sakura Schwab, they left Mit- They left Mitzrayim. They left Mitzrayim with the thought of making bread. HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not let the dough rise to become bread. It stopped and only became matzah. It's a tremendous chiddush. Tremendous chiddush. But one second, before you ask any questions on it, I want to finish one point. 
Kaddish Baruch Hu was not masking him to making bread. He said, you make matzah, and the matzah will be because of me. If you make the matzah because of me, then you're going to do what I want. If you do what I want, then you're free. Ritzoyneinu, our should be Ritzono. Rabbi say, according to Rishwab, I want to ask you something. According to Rishwab, do we want to get out of our houses? Of course we do. We want to go back to Shul? Of course we do. We want to say clearly, I want to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu in Shul. I want to have guests at my Seder. I don't want to be alone at my Seder. I want my grandchildren at my Seder. I don't want to be alone at my Seder. I want my parents at my Seder. Or I want to be at my parents' house at my Seder. I don't want to be alone. I want to have a Seder. I want to have a Seder? Because I want to have a Seder? Or because God wants me to have a Seder? I want to make bread to show that I'm free. Is that what God wants? Or I want to have bread to show that I'm free because that's what I want. Going to Rishwab, it's an unbelievable Kiddush here. Kal Yisrael said, let's have bread. We are free. Said HaKadosh Baruch Hu, one second, my dear, lovely, incredible children who I love so much. I will show you what freedom means. You will not show me what freedom means. It could be, I'm not saying again, I've said this umpteen times in the last two weeks. I'm not saying anything as far as why things are happening. I'm only saying one Limud, a lesson. I want to go to Shul. Why? Why? That's the real question. I want to go to Shul because I don't want to be in my house any longer. I want to go to Shul because it's geschmack to be in Shul, which it is. I want to go to Shul because I want to talk to people. I want to go to Shul because I want to dance with people. I want to go to Shul because I want to hug people. I want to go to Shul because I want to have room to walk around. I want to go to Shul because I can't die my concentration because my kids are running all over the place. Or I don't want to dive about seeking anymore on the phone with Rabbi Cohen in the morning. Really? Whose rutzen is that? Whose rutzen is that? Is that bread or is that matzah? That's what a Schwab is saying. Okay, Rabbi Sai. But I want to say something. He's saying a Gavaldagachidis for Schwab. I didn't see anybody else who says that Klai Yisrael was looking to bake bread when they left. Looking to break matzah. Bake bread is a tremendous Kiddush. And we have another problem. Klai Yisrael, on such a madrega when they're leaving, they were on the Memta Shari Tumah, but at the moment they were leaving on such an exalted, such an exalted madrega, the first thing we're thinking about is eating lechem. Eating lechem. Eating lechem. But we see one thing from Rishwab. Rishwab is answering, like we tried to say, that Klal Yisrael decided. It was not a directive from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Klal Yisrael decided. What they decided, they decided to eat bread. I would like to say, Lanias Daiti, a different shot, using Rishwab's structure and using the structure of everything we said until now. The Pasuk says, Mish'aroisam tsururais Please take a look at Rashi. 
Rashi is found in paragraph 8, on the first side again. Misharaisim, we already saw, that means the leftover matzah. Al Shikhmum, on their shoulders. Af al pi, says Rashi in paragraph 8 in the last line. Af al pi, next to the last line. Af al pi, mohem. They had many animals with them. Many pack animals with them. Mechavim hoyuesa mitzvah. Klai Yisrael went out of Mitzrayim. One measure says each, each member of Klai Yisrael left had 80 pack mules. They're taking, a, they're taking, they're taking matzah. Leftover matzah. They put it on their shoulder? Put it on a mule. On your shoulder? Let the mule carry it. What's the answer? Mechavim hoyuesa mitzvah. They mechavim the mitzvah. They love the matzah. They love the matzah. They were in love with the matzah. Now, I don't know about this. This needs a share into itself also. The first mitzvah that Klayesol received as a mitzvah was Achir Zelochem. What was the first mitzvah that Klayesol did as a seaboard together? Now, I know they had bris milah. But that obviously was only for the men, not for the women. And everybody did it privately. What was the mitzvah that Klayesol did together? What did they do together? The first mitzvah that Klayesol did together was Pesach, Matzah, and Mora. Even though they were in different homes, but they all knew, they put up the blood, they shechted, and in, even in the home, they did it together with their wives and their children and their parents. It was a whole tumult. And you know what? They finished the mitzvah at Chatzos. Comes in the Egyptians and say, get out. They're leaving. Not yet, but they're going to start leaving. They look around. We're leaving. What should we do? We love what we just did. Let's make more matzah. The chavivas of the mitzvah. We're carrying the matzah that's left over on our shoulders. And let's make more matzah. Because we love the Shorah Barku. He gave us this mitzvah. Let's make more matzah. However. However. They made dough to make matzah. What happened? They had to leave. And as I believe Reb Heshi asked at the beginning of the year, or maybe was Reb David asked that if a person takes dough and carries it with him, carries it with him, and the dough goes to Ramses, and they got to Ramses because they were on eagles. All the Jews got to Ramses. From Ramses, they went to Sukkot. Somebody's going to take a look at that dough and say, oh my goodness, there is no way that that dough is matzah. That dough sat out here so long. It's no way it's matzah. It became chametz. Because we all know that if dough sits, if dough sits, it becomes chametz. And there are signs. The Gemara discusses all the signs of when dough turns chametz. And you know what happened? Kali Yishol said, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not letting us do the mitzvah. We want to do the mitzvah of matzah. We want to eat matzah. We're in love with matzah. It's our first mitzvah. We're in love with it. We can't bring a carbon Pesach anymore. Let's eat more matzah. Kaddish Baruch is not letting us make the matzah. Kaddish Baruch is not letting us make the matzah. And then you know what happened? They took the baskets off their head. You know what happened? Kaddish Baruch made a nest. And you know what happened? The matzah, the matzah, the dough remained matzah. The dough remained matzah.
Unbelievable. The dough remained matzah. The dough remained matzah. It did not become chametz. That's an incredible ness. Can I ask a very difficult question, Rabbi Say? I want to ask a difficult question. This past winter, we had a Siyamashas and met life with 100,000 people. We had Siyumim in all cities across the country. In Chicago itself, with more than 3,000 people. Dershu made a number of Siyumim worldwide. How many people learned and finished Mesechus Brachas? It could be more people learned and finished Mesechus Brachas this cycle than any other time in Jewish history. How many chassadim were done in Purim? How much matanas of Yoyinim was given out in Purim? What do we want to do? All we want to do is eat matzah with our family. All we want to be able to do is go to shul. And we're all in our homes. I'm giving a Shabbos a good old Joshua, not in front of the beautiful Aaron Kedish in our shul, and not looking out at all the people filling up the seats in our shul. I'm in my study, standing in front of a machine. That's a Shabbos of Gadol, Joshua. After everything we did this winter. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is telling and saying, with a big P, perhaps, 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 or a lesson, I said before. Let's go another step. Let's go another step. You want to do it for me, or you want to do it for you? All of a sudden, the Kodesh turned the world upside down, and we're not eating matzah with our families. And we're not davening in shul. And we're not singing halal together in shul. And we can't even do it together over the phone in Yontif. We're going to have to do it alone at home. We're going to do it alone at home. Somebody asked me, is this an Oynish? I, 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 I would not say that. I, I'm not here to say anything. I'm just saying it's a possibility. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity. Listen to this. Hi. On this part of the in the Chavetz Chaim Sagoda, Chavetz Chaim has a mice here. Which I, I, we're not even attaching it to what he says about Pesach Matz and Mora, but just listen to what happened here. After World War One, World War One, everybody, of course, it was not like World War Two, but World War One is also pretty bad. Everybody's thrown all over the place. After the war, when quiet was restored. The refugees returned, trade was renewed, a wheat merchant came to the Chavetz Chaim and asked for a bracha that he succeed in business. I'm not a businessman, but I love the perspective of this businessman. Chavetz Chaim said, you need a bracha? If you got through these past years of shortages and hardships during the war, then certainly you will have mazel in the current more prosperous times. What do you need a bracha for? Zuck the businessman to the Chavetz Chaim. On the contrary, it's unbelievable. On the contrary, there are no better times for wheat brokers than times of famine and scarcity. That's when people are prepared to pay any price in cash, and they don't bother checking the quality of the merchandise. 
The hard times start in times of plenty. Then the prices go down. The customers try to negotiate bargains. They poke through the produce. And after all that, they buy on credit. That's what this businessman said to the Chavetz Chaim. Therefore, I need a bro. Chavetz Chaim sighed and he said the following. If only we would take a lesson from this. If only we would understand that in the past, when times were normal, the Bate Medrash were full, Kal Yisrael were God-fearing, when it's a time of plenty and radiance, in Shemayim, they examined every mitzvah to see if it was performed perfectly and selflessly, whether the Torah study was done in depth and with pure intentions. They would select only the quality deeds and discard the poor ones. But now, when Hashem, when the God-fearing are few and far between, and the study of Torah has declined, they don't examine the quality of the merchandise so closely. This is the time to make a fortune, to amass riches and receive a high price for every word of Torah study and mitzvah. I'm wondering, is this not an opportunity? Everything during the winter was unbelievable. Look what Klai Yisrael did in mass. It was unbelievable. And now people told me, people told me, you know, I was on a high during the winter. Things are going great. Journey of Torah was great. The Shul was great. Shurim was great. Everything is great. Now I'm, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. It's a little harder to do. It's a little harder to do. Akash Baruch is saying, my Tyra, wonderful, delicious, sweet children. How do you daven when it's not so easy? How do you learn when it's not so easy? How do you live when it's not so easy? What are you thinking when it's not so easy? And maybe, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying, I'm giving everybody an opportunity to become multi-zillionaires. Multi-zillionaires. One of the first shavuos the Chosh Mishpachel got after the corona issue was, is it permissible to quote-unquote corner the market? Price gouging. Says the Chavetz Chaim, Now's the time to corner the market, to show HaKadosh Baruch Hu that we mean it. We showed HaKadosh Baruch Hu that we love the mitzvah of matzah. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, fine, I'm going to make it a little challenging. You're going to think that the dough is going to become chametz, but I'm really going to let it to be matzah. How are you going to do? And Kalei did it. Kalei did it. Klai first showed we love you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We want to eat more matzah. Then HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, yeah, I'll make a twist. Here's a twist. Here's a twist. I said earlier tonight, I've said this many times in show. when a person exercises, if you really want to grow, we all know, no pain, no gain. What do you mean, HaKadosh Baruch Hu? I will, I'll go to show. I go to show all the time. I don't even miss a minion. I come to minion on time. I'm a good guy. My and we are. Kadosh Baruch is saying, how about davening without a minion? Can you do it? How do you daven without a minion? Can you do it? How's it going to be to have a Seder without everybody you wanted to Seder? You're going to be able to do it? Going to be able to make a Seder? We have an opportunity to corner the market to make a fortune of money. We have to daven, Rabbi Say. The situation is definitely serious. No question about that. But we have to daven in our houses. And we can. We have to learn in our houses. And we can. 
Somebody called me up and said, I can't. I can't learn in my house and I can't dive in my house. Because when I get home, my wife is with the kids all day. I have to help. I can't learn. I said, okay, don't. Make brachas out loud. Make brachas out loud. Doesn't take any extra time. Stop making bracha out loud. Show HaKadosh Baruch Hu in this situation, I still connect to you. I still connect to you. Rabbi say, we are an incredible kehila, And we've connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Dare I say that during these times, we've also connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I have no idea how many people are on the phone when we have a minion at Nets. I have no idea how many people are on the phone when we have a minion for Mincha. I have no idea how many people are on the phone when we have a minion Arab Shabbos. I've gotten reports of the numbers, but I've, people have told me, people have told me that it's helped them just to be on the phone so we can dive in together. I want to end, Rabbi Isai. I miss everybody terribly. <laughs> Terribly. I miss you all. I miss davening with you. I miss learning with you. I even miss joking with you. <laughs> I definitely miss talking with you. But we're going to get back together, Bez Hashem Baruch. We are. HaKadosh Baruch is giving us a little bit of a test. Leave out the word punishment. HaKadosh Baruch is giving a test. Are you doing it for me? Or are you doing it for you? We should be Zaycha at the Seder. We pick up the matzah at the beginning of the Seder. It's Aeneas. It's Aeneas. It's painful. It's affliction. It's avdus. It's servitude. We pick up the matzah at the end of the Seder. It's our expression of love. We went the extra mile. We wanted to do more. We wanted to show more. We were not commanded to take that matzah. And the whole world is turned upside down, starting with Rebbe Gamaliel, because we took that matzah. We should be zeicha. And this situation should change very quickly. And all the learning that we generated this evening should be a schus for all of them. And anybody who's in the hospital should get home. Anybody who's in bed should get out. And all of us should be reunited with our families. All of us should be reunited with our families. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu can make it all happen instantaneously. He can bring us all to Yerushalayim instantaneously. And maybe if we show him that under circumstances that we don't like, we still do what he wants, the Mishnah in Perkei concludes, if we make our Ratzin his Ratzin, he will make our Ratzin into his Ratzin. And maybe that's all he's waiting for. Show me you want to do what I want because I want it, and I will do what you want because I want to. That's Abracha. That's what we're looking for. We should be Zaycha, Benissa Nigalu, Benissa Nasidni Goyal. We should be Zaycha to sing together very quickly, Lashana Babi Shalayim. We should be zeichet to see the entire shul with the parking lot, as we said many times, be lifted up and taken to Yushalayim Merakodesh. We should be zeichet to see the kahanim doing the avoda. We should all be zeichet to bring a carbon pesach. I would still love to be able to have. I would still love. We all would love 
to have roasted meat. Bez Hashem Yisbarach, this coming Wednesday night, Yishalayim Yerakodesh. Thank you all for participating. Thank you all for listening. Thank you very much. Thank <laughs> you.